Silencing Fear 7th of November, 2018 A friend has been experiencing neighbour difficulties. She was harassed, and it got to the point where she was reluctant to leave her house, felt physically sick when she saw the neighbour, and she was contemplating moving. This resonated with me as I have encountered neighbour stress in the past on several occasions, and it's unpleasant. Like my friend, the first time it happened to me, the mere sight of the neighbour was enough to give me palpitations, and the issue became all-consuming when I was at home and spoilt the enjoyment of my long-awaited dream property. Even after the verbal exchanges ceased, the neighbour would still send me unpleasant faxes. I felt violated as they spewed out of the machine into the heart of my home without my consent, and the mere sight of him continued to evoke a panic response in me. Having turned my life upside down to move to this property and invested everything I had in its renovation, the building of equestrian facilities, and getting 20 acres shipshape for the horses, there was a lot at stake. I was in the middle of nowhere except for two neighbours, one on either side of me. Basically, a hamlet of three cottages. This concerned me when I bought the property. However, I convinced myself that the upside was I wouldn't be completely isolated. I contemplated moving to get away from the problem, but decided against it, as I hadn't found a way to neutralise the anxiety and I was worried it might become a repeating pattern in the future. The big question was how to deal with something so invasive and so personal. After much introspection, I realised I needed to acknowledge the fact that I had a right to be there. If I couldn't do that, how could I expect anyone else to? It would also help me to exude an air of self-assurance and confidence that might change the dynamics of the situation. After all, I understood the power of thought and its effect on the people around me. However, anxiety is rooted in fear, and while this exercise worked to a point, it wasn't enough to completely change my vibe. So, I came up with a visualisation strategy, which was familiar territory, as I'd used visualisation successfully in sport. In the case of the neighbour, I imagined him as a cartoon character whenever I saw him, which made me chuckle. In time, it disarmed the fear, and I was finally able to neutralise my anxiety. As if by magic, the intimidation by fax campaign stopped. Anxiety is a strong negative emotion. My neighbour picked up on it and responded to it. The psychologist in me thinks that, subconsciously, he felt powerful, knowing that he'd prompted my fear. So he continued to use my fear against me. But as soon as I changed my vibe, there was nothing to respond to, and the whole thing stopped. Amazing. I have since discovered another ingredient in this type of scenario. Many years ago, I bought a painting from a London gallery. It's the only time I've bought an original piece of art. I found it spellbinding. It's called Namaste. I didn't know what that meant. I just loved the painting. Years later, the concept of Namaste has become an important part of my life. It means, the God in me greets the God in you a greeting used by millions of people on the planet, though sadly not in the Western world. What does it do for neighbour relations? It means recognising that there is a spark of divinity, the creative source, God, call it what you will, in all of us, and this connects us. 
Obviously, we have the choice to acknowledge it or not and use it in our lives. For my part, I'm endeavouring to recognise it in everyone, even if they cause me grief. It's a work in progress and it's challenging, but not impossible. Don't get me wrong, if I have to defend myself or my property, I will. But I now know that I can only be in control of a situation when I act without fear.